What's going on, everyone? You're listening to the Brazos Sports Preps Cast. I'm Alex Miller with the Eagle, joined always by Abigail Ochoa. Abigail, what's going on? I'm doing good. It's playoff season, which is my favorite. Um, and you know, we got a we're in a snazzy new studio here, so that's always nice. Yeah, is this your first time in the new studio? It is my po- first time. Yeah. So, there we go. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. For those listening, we're doing a special episode today uh, as. The high school baseball season wraps up its regular season, and we're starting playoff softball today here in the Brazos Valley. We're recording on a Wednesday, so we're going to jump into all the action. Let's start first. We've got a big series uh, this week in 19-5A baseball between College Station and A&M Consolidated. Uh, The College Station Cougars, they won last night 6-4 over their Crosstown rivals. Yeah. This was a great game. Uh, <laughs> Abigail, you were there covering the yeah. game. You know, what really stood out to you in the Cougars' win over the Tigers? Yeah, well, you know, this is always a good game. It brings out a lot of people. We saw, we were just talking about, like, the fans and how, how great they were, the student sections and everything like that. But um, as far as the game goes, I think College Station, they found the answer pretty early, and they stuck with it. You know, they weren't doing anything uh, too, you know, crazy or anything like that. They really stuck to what they were doing at the plate. Um, and I think we saw, obviously, Dalton Carnes and Blake Bindrup had great games at the plate. Dalton obviously had that that um, that triple that just barely missed the console, uh, uh outfielder's glove, brought in two runs there to get the lead, and then Blake Bindrup really fought at the plate for every single pitch. Um, and then his single... Um, to left field was like the ninth pitch that um, Hunter Bond threw. So um, great night at the plate. And then you obviously have um, a pretty good night on the mound with um, Ryland and um, Max Childress coming in in relief. So, yeah, like I said, I think College Station just found the answer and they stuck with it and they weren't going to do anything differently, Um, you know, regardless of Gonzalez come back there at the end or, or the crowd or anything like that. We should rewind real quick and explain why this is a big game, though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, both teams came into Tuesday's game tied for fourth in the district mm-hmm. standings at, I believe it was, what, eight and six? Eight and six. Yeah, yes. eight and six. So they're fighting for the last playoff spot mm-hmm. there in the district. Um, and so College Station now with a one-game lead. Yes. They're going to play again Friday at 7 o'clock at College Station High School. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, can, College Station got the win. But we saw how close Kinsall was to fighting yeah. back and pulling off a comeback win. You know, it it just it just wasn't the Tigers' night. Everything just it was just a bounce off. It, yeah. Everything was going the Cougars' way. But what did you really see in the fight that the Tigers gave uh, last night? Well, I think Coach Lin- Linnerton said it best at the end of the game. He said they Kinsall or College Station just kept scoring. Like we couldn't keep them off the scoreboard, and that was so true. You know, they would getting the, the, these one runs you know, in the fifth and the sixth and the seventh, like they were just getting, putting runs on the board. Um, so I think that was a problem defensively for Gonzalez. But I think also you might be able to speak more to this because you've seen them more this season. But I think when Gonzalez is not doing well at the plate, everything else just kind of falls apart. Um, and we saw that. And even when they were able to get good movement and, and people were getting on base and they were, runs were coming in. I mean, they were, 
they were it was five to four at one point. I mean, they were close. They could have um, tied it, and then they could have won it in the seventh. They loaded the bases there, so I think they're able to get on base. But I think as soon as they get into that hole, and then they're trying to claw back out of it, that's where we really see the problem. Um, and I think if College Station is able to do something similar on Friday, um, that's going to be trouble for Consol to try to battle back. Um, but yeah, I don't know if that's maybe we've seen that all season from Consol, but um, that's kind of what I saw. Um, on Tuesday. Yeah, when they've played some of these better teams in their district, it, it seemed at times that they've had a hard time scoring runs. Yeah. You know, a lot of that's just been indicative of it's been a windy spring. That's, and that's you look sure. at both of these teams, their ballparks are positioned to where the wind just mm-hmm. blows in. And last night it was very still. It was. It, 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 honestly, the wind was blowing out just a smidge. Yeah. And, and we saw how, you know, Dalton Carnes hit two off the wall. Uh, he... Uh, Blake Binderup hit the slow solo home run mm. well over the left center field fence. Yeah. Like that was the ballpark was playing for hitters last night, whereas the last few weeks it really has not. Yeah. You know, Consol themselves they had their chances, um, but you know, a, a base running uh, caught stealing. Uh, you know, uh, uh, they get runners on and they get an unfortunate double play right at the mm-hmm. first baseman. In, and then, you know, Max Childers just closing it out with, with just kind of a gritty save there at the very tail end of that game. Yeah. You know, just they had their chances, just weren't able to capitalize, whereas the Cougars were. Um, yeah. Well, it's good for the Cougars, at least. I mean, they know that they have a good pitching staff there. To have, uh, you know, Ryland um, Urbanzik come in, and, and he did get a few runs past him, but he's still strong. He's the guy that you want on the on the mound um, in a situation like this where you have to win a game um, on the road, you know, technically, um, (laughs) (laughs) you know, down the street. But, um, yeah, and then to get Max Childress to come in for two innings, or I don't even know if it was a full two innings. It might have been like one and two-thirds or something like that. Um, But for him to come in and really shut it down, he got that strikeout in the sixth in the inning, and then he, you know, uh, he he strikes out and then forces a fly out to end this to end the game and hold them there. So great for their pitching staff to have an outing like that. Um, and then obviously their batters kind of came in and showed up too. Yeah, and so the math's simple now. Uh, if College Station wins Friday, they're in the playoffs and Consol is out. If mm-hmm. the Tigers win, they're going to force a one game playoff mm-hmm. Saturday, uh, likely to be in Caldwell, is what I've been told. Yes, I think so. so. You know, just kind of looking at Friday's matchup, College Station, they're likely to pitch Blake Bender up. He's kind of been their number two guy all season. Uh, of course, he's signed with A&M. Mm-hmm. Uh, looking at Consol, Sam Nitsky, he's probably going to be their likely starter. Mm-hmm. He's had some great outings this year uh, as a junior. I don't and think I've seen him play this yeah, year, but yeah. Tall guy, can really throw it. He's got yeah. a couple pitches. You know, Kyle Collins came in in relief yeah. uh, last night. Uh, and didn't throw a ton, so you know if they have to turn to their that's bullpen, true. he could be an option for the and, Tigers. And Doris also came in in that last right. inning, so that's also a possibility. I did feel like they did a good job. I mean, Bond, I think he just—it was like rough. It was like a rough start for both him and Ryland. It was like they were walking a lot of people. There was a lot of walks happening. Um, but he—he he honestly did a pretty good job on the mound. And then they, you know, you get Collins and Doris to kind of come in, and they weren't able to you know, stop a, f- a few of the runs. But I think, you know, relatively to how the game was going, I think they had a pretty good outing. And, like, yeah, like you said, they have plenty left to go if they want to play on Friday, too. Now, the thing is, College Station is going to be playing regardless on Saturday. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that in a second. So yeah. how they handle their pitching staff is probably going to be a little different. 
Consol's got to go all in. They have got to win Friday. <laughs> yes. Whereas College Station, they know no matter what, they're going to be playing Saturday. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they'd probably like to win Friday, so they wouldn't have to be playing for a playoff spot on Saturday. Yes. But knowing that you're for sure going to be playing a game Saturday, that that may change how they handle the back end of their bullpen. Yeah, uh, certainly helped them probably that they only threw two guys uh, Tuesday night and Childress, of course, he, he didn't throw that plenty, much. Yeah. So he could probably come play on that Saturday game if he wants. Of course. Uh, yeah. So let's pull up those uh, district standings now. And so you take a look at it. Magnolia. They've wrapped up the uh, they, Magnolia Title. Brenham and Magnolia West. They're all clinched playoff spots. Where it gets interesting here is this four and five spot. So, like we said, if Kinsall beats College Station, mm-hmm. they will play a playoff game Saturday. Where it gets interesting is if Brenham were to lose to Waller on Friday and College Station were to win, there'd be a three-way tie for second, which yeah. would force a three-team <laughs> playoff on Saturday. Gosh. Which, from what I've been told... Uh, can result in three games at a neutral site. Mm-hmm. Don't know where that would be. A logical spot would maybe be Navasota. That's yeah. kind of in the center of all three of those places. Great stadium, too. Yeah, in a great stadium. Uh, if Brenham wins and College Station wins, College Station would play a seeding game against Magnolia West, mm-hmm. which could favor the Mustangs considering they aren't playing this week. And their ace, James Elwanger, would be ready to go uh, on a Saturday playoff game. Yeah. So, yeah, that's (laughs) that's a lot. There's a lot to be played for here. Um, Yeah, I think it just goes to show how crazy this district has been. Even (laughs) these bottom teams having a chance to really impact what's going on up here. I feel like that was in softball, too. Like, we saw a lot of ties at the very end. We saw a lot of playoff tiebreakers that just Two happened. Two tiebreaker games. That just happened yesterday. I mean, it's 19-5A this year has been really, really stacked on both sides. Um, so that'll be interesting. And College Station, you know, they split both games with Brenham and Mag West. So, like, they're, anybody could win. You know, it's it's not like uh, there's a favorite, I think, um, over anyone else. But, yeah, it'll be interesting if that actually does happen. It's playoffs before playoffs, you know. We'll quick, quickly mention Rudder. They're out of the playoffs contention, but they're wrapping up their regular season against Katie Jordan this week. Yes. Playing today, today. Wednesday, and then again Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the Rangers, they're wrapping up their regular season. It's going to be another great game on Friday. So oh, for if you're sure. looking for some baseball to watch, head out to College Station High School. Uh, probably get there early because it's probably going to be packed. I'm sure it'll be packed. Again. Yeah. So... All right, let's switch over to the other diamond sport, which is softball. Okay. Playoffs are starting this week. We've got two local teams in mm-hmm. the postseason. We've got Brian. They finished fourth in 12-6A, lost their tiebreaker game to Belton. Mm-hmm. And Consol, crazy. They were playing for the district championship, lose a tough game to Waller, come back t- Tuesday, uh, lose to Brenham. Yeah. Uh, Brenham's pitcher just threw an absolute gem. So the Tigers... They're a dangerous third seed out of 19-5A. Abigail, let's start with Brian. Yeah. You know, it's been kind of an interesting season for the Lady Vikings. Yeah. You know, they, the they went to the regional finals last year. They lost some key pieces but brought some really good players back. Mm-hmm. But they really had to find their way a little bit after their head coach, Enrique Luna, got fired at the start of the season. 
you know, what what have you kind of made of the Vikings season and, and where they're at right now? Yeah, I think the fact that they're in the playoffs, they have a chance to advance. After I know they have a tough first-round op- opponent, but still, uh, you never know what can happen in the playoffs. Um, I think the fact that they're here is a breath of fresh air for them. Um, like you said, they've gone through, obviously, a lot. You lose your head coach that has been part of the program for years and years and years, helped you out to the regional finals um, last year, um, and has just really been – he, he was so important to just the girls in general. Like, I think they really was like a family um, over there. So, you know, I, I, Alexis Rodriguez said like earlier, like kind of after it happened, a few weeks after it happened, they're, they're, they're trying to play for him and they're trying to do well, you know, to, to honor kind of what he was able to teach them and, and how he was able to coach them. So, um, yeah, it, it's been a whirlwind for them. Luckily, I don't know if the you know Billy Hicks was hired during the off season as an assistant coach. I mean, to have that obviously we didn't know this would happen, but to have that kind of experience and that I mean he's a great coach. We saw what he did at Kinsaw, um before he retired, and um, I, I think he's they're all just trying to pick things up and, and keep it going. They had a really really good run through district play. They had a stretch where they lost three games in a row. Um, but, you know, that happens, and um, I think they've done a really good job of just picking themselves up, continuing to go. And like you said, the returning girls that came, I, they were really strong. You know, you have Alexis Rodriguez, um, Martha Alvarado, um, Olinger um, on the mound. So it's, it was a lot of people that came back, which I think helped them a lot this season, um, even when they didn't know that they would need it eventually. Um, but, yeah, I think the fact that they're here is, is a breath of fresh air for them. Kinsall, like we said, so close to winning mm-hmm. 19-5A uh, in a very top-heavy district. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about the Lady Tigers' chances to make a playoff run? They're they're definitely a dangerous third seed out of this district. For sure. I, I was thinking it's kind of similar to like during football season where we were saying like Burton and, and teams like that were really – their records were deceiving, it, their seeding was deceiving. Like They're so much better than they um, look to be if you're just looking at – those things, but um, yeah, I think I think Kinsaw can be really dangerous in the playoffs. But the the loss to Waller and then obviously the one to Brunham yesterday, they were shut out in both of those games. They're coming, they're trying to climb out of this hole. Um, I think if they had won against Waller, obviously that would have changed things. It would have been district title, but um, I think that really helped with their confidence um, coming into the playoffs, two games, two losses down, um, I think is going to be really hard to get out of. Um, and I think we're going to see kind of, they have to set the tone pretty early against Kingwood Park. Kingwood Park's a good team. Um, they finished second in their district, I believe, which was a tough district. Um, when you just look at the standings there, it was really tight too. So um, we're going to have, they're going to have to set the tone early. And I think we're going to find out pretty early within the first few innings how that game is going to go. Um, similar to how it went with Brenham. Um, you know, Brenham set the tone early and then uh, Jasinski kind of shut it down um, for Consol. Um, I think Consol only got two runners on. So it was, it's a lot of trouble for them that they're going to have to build out of and um, regain that confidence. Obviously, a quick turnaround. Nobody wants that to happen. Unfortunately, it rained on Monday, um, so that canceled the game, gave them a less extra day of practice. But, um, yeah, we'll see. It, it, it's obviously hard to climb out of that hole, but I think Consol, considering what they've done this season, considering how hard they fought for um, this seeding, uh, I think it, it could go with their way. Yeah, let's pull up those uh, playoff pairings for Consol and Brian. So, 
Brian, of course, they're going to play Mansfield Lake Ridge mm-hmm. starting Thursday, game one at Lake Ridge, Friday at five, game two at Brian, game three will follow, and then Consol playing Kingwood Park Thursday, first game at Kingwood Park, Friday, 6 p.m. at Consol, game three, Saturday at a site and time to be announced. All right, let's flip back over to the baseball diamond. We can get back on our Brazos Sports, and yeah, so... Let's let's look at Brian baseball for a yeah. second. They've made a sharp turnaround this season. You yeah, know, they haven't sure. made the playoffs in a few years. Uh, and now they've clinched the district championship outright. They're undefeated right now in 12 6 A. You know, they close the seat the regular season this Friday against Harker Heights at home. Pitching seems to be where it really starts <laughs> for this Vikings team, but they've got some power at the plate, too. Yeah, pitching to say the least. Obviously, Mason Ruiz um, and Eric Perez. I know he comes in sometimes, um, but yeah, I just so much power. I think um, it's almost similar to kind of like that last season when when Brian softball was kind of at this point. They were obviously um, getting ready for a good playoff run, but I think there was so much magic around it. Like the, the team was hype, the fans were hype. There was everything was going right, and I think we're really seeing that with Brian Baseball this season. It just kind of flipped for them, but uh, yeah, they're doing really well. I think we can go through the whole lineup, and everybody is bringing something to the table. Um, you know, whether it's Ruiz or uh, Kubitschek or you know, Ryland Hill, like everybody is bringing something to the table, um, and so it's just really magical for them right now. And I think they have a really good chance to to make a nice run there. Um, but yeah, every week it's just like, what else are we, what else are we going to see from Brian? Uh, what other shutout is going to happen and, and stuff like that. But they have been battle tested too. I don't want to make it seem like they've, you know, run over everybody. But um, yeah, it's been really good for them so far. Yeah, the Vikings are in the top 25 up in class 6A mm-hmm. now. You know, pitching can go a long way in the postseason. Having depth at pitcher is so pivotal yeah. when you're playing potentially three-game series. And they, they've got that depth, starting with Eric, uh, or sorry, excuse me, Mason Ruiz. Rangers. And then, you know, they've got Eric Perez that can come in mm-hmm. at that second spot. He's just an all-around just great player. Yeah. Uh, really gets it done at the plate, too, and in the field. Mm-hmm. Ryland Hill, only a sophomore, committed A&M. He's just a really big guy. Very good athletes. Yeah. Yeah. And then they've even got another guy, Caleb Gotts, that can come in and get some outs. Kind of reminds me of what Max Childress can do for for the College Station team. Uh, And so, you know, just kind of looking at the district standings over in 11 6A, the district that they're paired with. Yeah. uh, Brian likely to play potentially Waxahachie or uh, Mansfield in the first round of the playoffs. So, still some stuff to be decided there. And I'm just mentally reminding myself I mispronounced that town. It's Waxahachie, I think. Yeah, yeah. there we go. <laughs> Doug Pills would be so proud of me. What's well, uh, funny, because Brian Sapa played them in the first round last year, so that's funny. Yeah, it's a interesting name. Pronunciations, you know? Hey. Just Texas towns. Arbanza gets me every time. And yeah. Last night I was talking to Carnes after the game, and it sounded like I just... I don't know. It's like I was five years old or something. I couldn't get his name out. Um, But yeah. Well, looking at the private school ranks, all three of our local teams are, are doing pretty Mm -hmm. well. Brazos Christian, you know, they're, they're playing for district championship this week against Rose Hill Christian. Looking at the Eagles, Sam Kennard has been just excellent on the mound this year. Uh, He's starting a complete game, a couple no hitters, perfect game here and there. 
uh, we knew there were some athletes on that Eagles team from their football season. So this <laughs> yes. shouldn't be a surprise that <laughs> some surprise of those same <laughs> suspects are now doing a lot of the, a lot of good things mm-hmm. on the baseball field. So we'll see if they can keep things rolling. And then Allen Academy, mm-hmm. they're playing St. Joe's on Friday at four 30. This is going to be, I think for second place in their district, which is taps division five district three, mm-hmm. uh, Alan's Jahuli, he was named Texas High School Baseball's private school uh, hitter of the week last week after going three for three with a home run, four RBIs, and three runs scored. So another football player that another football player we've heard about. You know, (laughs) down in the private school ranks, you kind of have to play all sports. So yeah, that's uh, it's not surprising that we hear a lot of the same suspects. Yeah, and they're really good at it. So that's true. Why not? All right, I think that's going to do it for this special edition of the Brazos Sports Preps cast. Uh, Abigail, where are you going to be this weekend uh, covering high school softball? Um, I'll be in Kingwood Park tomorrow and then back here for Arkansas um, on Friday. Um, but, yeah, and then I think um, Robert Sassana will be on, covering Brian on Friday. Right. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, so follow at Brazos Sports on Twitter. Follow mm-hmm. Abigail at Abigail Ochoa 88 on Twitter yep. and at AlexMill20 on Twitter for all your updates. I'll be at You'll College be at Station, College Station game, console yeah. game Friday night. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a great weekend on the Diamond. Yeah. And uh, so check the U.com for all of our coverage. So for Abigail Ochoa, I'm Alex Miller. We'll see you next time.